You're listening to the PCOS Collective, the podcast that helps you manage your PCOS symptoms without restriction. I'm your host, Alex Williams, a registered associate nutritionist who specializes in PCOS management and food freedom. Before we get started, a quick message from this season's sponsor. This season of the PCOS Collective is sponsored by Time Health. Time Health produce UK-made, high-quality inositol supplements for people with PCOS. Keep listening to learn more about Time Health's inositol products and for an exclusive discount code for listeners of the PCOS Collective. Hello, welcome to the PCOS Collective. I'm really happy to be here today talking all about stress, how it impacts PCOS, and some tips that I think may help you to manage it. I feel like this episode is quite timely, as at the time of the recording, it was World Mental Health Day on Sunday, and I tried to kind of take my own advice, so I spent the day off social media, having a really nice relaxed day as a reset before the working week. I was also very conscious about adding to the noise on Sunday as there were loads and loads of posts all about World Mental Health Day and they were all really, really useful um, and really interesting to read. But I wanted to give it a few days to calm down uh, before posting anything about mental health and stress management. So that's why I'm here today. We're going to talk about stress. So let's figure out exactly what stress is. Stress is the body's reaction to feeling threatened or under pressure. We all have stress in our lives and to be honest sometimes it can be really helpful to have a little bit of stress. It really helps us meet the demands of our life and I personally thrive when a deadline is approaching but often crash straight away afterwards. So there's a really fine line between useful stress and damaging stress. Too much stress in our lives can impact mood, our relationships, it can even affect our self-esteem, make us more anxious, more irritable. Chronic stress can lead to burnout, which is the physical and mental and emotional exhaustion. Um, And this is something we really need to keep an eye on, especially in a time like this, where it seems to be a lot of hustle culture and a lot of pressure, especially on social media, for example, of kind of seeing everyone else's achievements and feeling like we're not quite meeting those. So stress really is just one part of the mental health puzzle. But considering stress is a key driver of PCOS and people with PCOS tend to have higher stress levels and are more sensitive to the impacts of stress than those without PCOS, I thought talking about stress management, which is one of the key pillars in my PCOS pathway that I use with clients, it would be really useful to talk about that with you guys today. So you may have heard of the HBO and HPA axis when talking about PCOS. These are the systems in our body where the brain sends messages to the ovaries and messages to our adrenal glands. When our cortisol is increased, and cortisol is one of those stress hormones, the hormonal balance in our body is disrupted and the ovaries and adrenals increase the amount of testosterone which is produced. This level of increased testosterone is one of the hormonal disruptions which is linked to those common PCOS symptoms like acne, oily skin, hair loss on the head and hair growth in areas you wouldn't expect. This can lead to increased cyst production, reduced fertility and changes in our menstrual cycles. Increased cortisol also actually affects insulin resistance 
So cortisol reduces insulin sensitivity at the cellular level, which means that it's harder for glucose to enter the cells. So blood glucose levels stay raised. I really hope I'm not scaring you with all this information about stress. I think it's really important to note that we can't directly manage all of our stress. There are things that are completely out of our control. Things like food insecurity, weight stigma, racism, homophobia, misogyny, and so much more. But today I really want to focus on the things that we do have control over. We're going to talk more about ways to manage our stress after a short message from our sponsor. I love recommending Time Health and Nostal supplements to my clients, as a Nostal can be so useful to help people with PCOS manage their symptoms. But there are so many Nostal supplements out there, it can feel overwhelming figuring out which one to choose. The reason I recommend Time Health supplements is because both their Nostal complex capsules and Myo and Dechiro Nostal powder form contain the optimal, research-based 40 to 1 ratio of Myo to Dechiro Nostal. This is believed to mirror the physiological ratio of inositol in the body and may work more effectively than taking the inositols individually. To get 15% off your Time Health order, use the code THECOLLECTIVEWELLNESS15 at checkout. That's the Collective Wellness 15 Thank you, Time Health. When I work with clients, we talk a lot about reactive and proactive stress management techniques. Proactive management techniques are all the things that help us set up to manage stress better, if and or when it appears. Whereas reactive stress management techniques are the things we can do when stressful situations happen. So these proactive things are things that we do before we experience the stress. They help us build up our resilience and limit the severity and duration of the consequences of stress. So let's think about proactive stress management techniques that you already have in your toolbox and things that we can add in. Studies have shown time and time again that regular movement can help with stress reduction and even lower anxiety and depression risk long term. But it's so important to note the movement that you don't enjoy or movement that you're doing which causes you to sacrifice sleep or rest will not help with stress reduction and actually will probably do the opposite. It's really important to be mindful that movement can be amazing for us but rest is also so beneficial. Other things we can do to be proactive in our stress management would be to keep an eye on caffeine and alcohol. Don't worry, this doesn't mean cutting out either completely, but it does mean being mindful of our intake and figuring out our own personal tolerance for alcohol and caffeine, because there really is a fine line between making us feel amazing and too much of a good thing, making us feel anxious, jittery, and impacting our sleep and mood. People tend to think of self-care as an indulgent activity, but I really think it is key in supporting your mental health and stress levels long-term. Mindfulness activities, things like journaling, meditation, creative hobbies and yoga can be an amazing way to feel more grounded, to spend some time with yourself and to recharge. Yoga has actually been seen in several studies to help with reducing anxiety, as well as lowering glucose and lipid levels. And mindfulness stress management programs have been seen to significantly improve mood and reduce cortisol levels long term. You may also want to think about spending some time cultivating boundaries with friends, family and work colleagues. 
prioritizing time for yourself and making this really clear to others. This can be really, really challenging, but so beneficial. Now let's think about reactive stress management techniques. So these are the things that we can do when stress appears in our lives to reduce the negative consequences. This will be really different for everyone. But something that I like to talk to my clients about is something like deep breathing. This can really help with, again, feeling really grounded and helping our nervous system calm us down. Try breathing in your nose for fi- through your nose for five seconds and out through your mouth until your lungs feel empty. Repeat until you feel like you can move on. Other reactive techniques are things like reframing the problem, so trying to slow down and think rationally about why the situation has occurred, seeing the bigger picture, seeing it from someone else's point of view, and you may find it really useful to talk to a trusted friend or a professional about the situation and work through ways to cope with it. Another technique, another reactive technique, would be focusing on the small wins. So thinking about how far you've come, all the things you've achieved, even if you've hit a bump in the road. You're still making progress and moving forward. You may just have to take a slightly different route. I really hope you found this episode useful. If you want more stress management techniques, then download my stress management checklist for free. I'll leave the link below in the show notes. Have an amazing week and I'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to the PCOS Collective. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please rate, review and subscribe and join me every Wednesday for a new